Salutations, people. Give me one second. Getting a couple uh, clips together. Salutations. <clears throat> it is Tuesday, which means it is Instagram crew day. Tuesday, Tuesday, Instagram crew day. We have, uh, who is this? Inja and Numbek bringing us in with their song called Travel. It's super cool. With, uh, what is it, 46 days out till the election? And the world is being engulfed by increasing chaos. I want to say salutations, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning into this edition of, uh, of Factions of Freedom. We are on our podcast page, Freedom Factor, Factions of Freedom, uh, because of our censorship. Ironically enough, it goes, the ban should be lifted tomorrow, but clearly that's not uh, hindering our progress. I have a few quick updates. And then I'll go ahead and get this uh, this episode started for you guys. You gotta forgive me some of those uh, some of those tabs aren't lining up. This is a really good song. This is a really really good song. Okay. Salutations, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for tuning in to another edition. It is Tuesday, which means it's Instagram crew day. Uh, we have some of the same and some different topics to get into with you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, forgive me for being uh, distracted and not looking at the camera and speaking to you guys directly. I'm really trying to get some of these other articles up to explain some of my point of view. We're going to be getting into essentially uh, the leaders of BLM, one of the co-founders admitting that she practices witchcraft and uh, before I have people try to jump down my throat that, oh, that's weird, that's strange, that's, that's far out, it's really not. Because we have covered in the past um, things like the witches that bind Trump, hashtag magic resistance. Uh, you know, with October coming up, we even have our own <laughs> paranormal series that we cover where we have user-generated stories. But uh, in the political sense, looking at stuff as, as, as magic being used as a form of activism, that should not come as, a, as, 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 as strange to anybody who's listened to this show because we have covered it time and time again. So we're going to be getting into that uh, in this edition. But first, a few quick episodes or a few quick uh, updates, which I didn't write down. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Freedom Faction. You guys can support us there. Uh, Freedom Faction is growing, man. You know, we hit 300,000 and it took us a while to get there. You guys kind of saw it for like months and didn't give me my 300,000 and then out of nowhere, we now have 303,000. And I think that's kind of funny, but uh, it is what it is. 
We've hit 300,000 on the main page. We finally hit 5,000 uh, on the podcast page, courtesy of Nino Rodriguez Brown, or David Nino Rodriguez. He came on, or actually I joined him on his page uh, Friday after my show with exclusive members. And boy, let me tell you, if you guys want a action-packed, testosterone-driven episode, definitely go check that out. Uh, I haven't had time to upload it to the podcast feed. I've had a very, very busy weekend with an even crazier weekend coming up. Uh, but yeah, it was super powerful, man. I kid you not. We were hitting everything from satanic ritual abuse to the emasculation of the male to the spiritual degradation of society, uh, the, 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 the QAnon uh, phenomenon as well. I'll, I'll be getting into that here shortly as well. Was QAnon arrested? Uh, it was a fantastic live. So if you guys did not check it out, you're definitely missing out. Lira just commented saying that was a good live. Yeah, uh, over here, Whenever I put together content for you guys, I try to make sure it's very level-headed, very uh, cohesive, as cohesive as craziness can be. And uh, I try to make sure that it's well put together. But whenever I'm a guest on somebody else's show, man, let me tell you, they get the full gambit. They get they, they get the fire. Uh, and so, yeah, definitely check out that episode. I'll put it in the, link in the link with this episode so you guys can check it out. It was really, really good. And I'm... Uh, I am proud to be out there on the front lines with people like such as David Nino Rodriguez, my friends. And there's a lot of things that I have going on behind the scenes um, that's just out of a movie. But uh, I am proud to be out here doing this type of work for however long we're going to be here. So uh, yeah, if you guys want to support this operation, you want to see us grow, you want to help us get the word out, as I say all the time, diversify the information because you deserve it. Join us, patreon.com forward slash Freedom Faction. We actually just launched our web app a couple weeks ago, freedomsfaction.disciplemedia.com. I think we're coming up over, I think we've hit over 60 members so far, 60 out of 100. And like I said, you know, we'll keep that going for a couple of months, maybe till the end of the year to see how people like it. You know, if we get like a good interaction over there, we'll keep it. And if we want more people clamoring to kind of get in, we see like an explosion with our exclusive members, well, then we'll just mutate it into an actual web app where you can download it. Uh, from the Apple Store and from the Google Play Store, but that's how it works. It only works if you guys give us the feedback, if you get involved, um, and there's just a lot of stuff that I'm working on on the back end to kind of help get people involved and take them out from behind the screens and out there into the streets. So it's a, it's a, it's there's a lot of things in the work, uh, but yeah, if you guys want to support this operation, patreoncom forward slash Uh So instead of pulling out for you guys, oh, uh, a quick packet. I'm just going to go ahead and pull out this. This is a 30-day supply of, of storable goods. Right here. Now, this is just 30 days. While you guys see, while you guys are looking at this, I'm just going to, again, fly through some of the reasons why I think you should get storable goods. That way you're not looking at me and my shenanigans. You're hearing what I'm saying. There are power outages because of the arson that is going on in California. California Power, Gas, and Electric has talked about having rolling blackouts for the next 10 years. <clears throat> there is food shortages going on. Food banks are being overrun. We posted about that just yesterday. There are stores beginning to ration their supplies. There are manufactured race riots taking place in the street almost every other night. They have had over 110 days in Portland to protest and it's only degenerating faster. Massive unemployment, which we have reported on. So if you have any money, 
making any kind of investment right now, you need guns, you need food, you need water, you need ammo, you need stuff that's going to help you last, and we can only help you with the food. Currency and manipulation, inflation, that is coming. The, econo the, the, the market that we have right now, the economy we have right now will not be the economy we have next year. Immigration. Just because you're not paying attention to it doesn't mean that it's not still happening. This will contribute to inflation as well as other parts of the manufactured race riots, food shortages, and more. Supply lines being disrupted. We've talked about that, how these cities that have the defund, defund the police movement, how they are not receiving certain cargoes because, well, truck drivers don't want to go into some place where they're not going to be protected. People are not working. And the list goes on and on and on. Get yourself some storable goods. I will put that link in the description bar below. That's what I got. Don't, hey, and, and I'll say this real quick. It, they, right now you have the luxury of getting it at today's rates. In the next couple of weeks, because of everything that I just listed to you there, my Patriot supply is going to increase Shout out, Michelle, New Mexico all day. Because of everything that I just listed to you guys right there, my Patriot supply is going to increase everything that's going on. They're going to increase their rates. You have about like another week, maybe three, before they start to increase their rates on their prices and everything. So go ahead and get that in now. You'll get it. It'll take about a week or two for it to get to your place instead of eight weeks. Remember, we, we talked about that come April and March, that there was an eight-week time period. You need to get it now. That's all I'm saying. If you listen to a lot of the stuff that I'm saying, if you're not taking the time to prepare in any way, shape, or form, I can't help you. So yeah, uh, prepare, 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 prepare. I am doing it myself, and I don't want to get caught slipping. Uh, to be honest, I have, I have a couple years worth, and I still don't think it's enough, man, and that's, that's because of other things. But yeah, go ahead and get your storable goods. We'll put the link for that in the description bar below. As well as the link that we have for Nino Rodriguez's broadcast. I haven't come up with a name. I'm sure you'll see it in our feed, but you can find that in the link in the description bar below. So to go ahead and fly through these topics and begin to go through stuff instead of fly through and tell you a whole bunch of updates, uh, we're gonna be talking about the Great Awakening, Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals, the Witches that Bind Trump, the Satanic Temple, Dreams and Visions. This is something I got into uh, with our exclusive members. I shared with them uh, not necessarily prophetic dreams I had, but uh, dreams that I had like as a child that are kind of beginning to line up now, so it's really weird. Uh, we'll get into COVID-19, the pandemic, China's social credit score, authoritarian Australia, and more. So before we get into that, and yes, we will be having a second segment where you guys do join us, where guests ask us questions. Uh, hopefully they can tell us what their dreams and visions are. I think that's very strange. Um, but I'm just going to go out there and say it. I think it's very strange that as soon as we got done talking about QAnon past Friday, he was arrested. What I also find very strange is that uh, just last week, we talked to you guys about dreams and visions and strange things that people were having. And then we found out that there was more people around the entire nation that were having, again, panic dreams, war, frenzy, bugging out surveillance we had a few people give us their submissions and then following up what do we have in this week what are we starting this week off with witchcraft with destabilization with satanism and more and so i just kind of feel like it's crazy that we're this close to just like understanding with everything that's going on uh both the political the spiritual and and, and so forth but here 
let me get into this article real quick and then we'll start the con we'll, we'll start the episode this comes from IntelliHub. it says new jersey man doxed as qanon website operator it says a popular website that aggregates qanon conspiracy theories was shut down after a new jersey man has been exposed as the operator of the site which garners thousands of dollars in revenue monthly the fact the fact check the fact-checking site Logically.ai identified Jason Galinas on September 10th as being the, quote, developer and mouthpiece of the site, which aggregates a plethora of Q posts. William Torton, reporting for Bloomberg, reached out to Galinas outside of his home for comment where the web operator declined to give any details about the operation. Quote, I'm not going to comment on any of that, Galinas said. Quote, I'm not going to get involved. I want to stay out of it. A LinkedIn profile for Galena states that he works as a city works at Citigroup as an information and security analyst. It goes on to talk about how Bloomberg is reporting that the Q app Anon, the online name of QMAP's creator, also runs a Patreon account which receives more than three thousand dollars a month in donations, according to the Patreon site. In March, Q app Anon announced on Patreon an upcoming Android app named Armor of God, a social network for QAnon followers. Citigroup has refused to comment. So I don't think that that may be QAnon, but it could be. Uh, you know, if you want the truth, there's a lot of things that go on with QAnon. That's why I myself am not like a QAnon follower. I'm clearly like a, I'm clearly just some random black dude on the internet trying to put all the pieces together. There's, I'm not, I'm not paid by the government, man. Like I'm not, there ain't no corporations. There ain't no there ain't no secret shadowy like organization working between me. I'm, it's just me and my phone. Just me and my phone putting all this stuff together, coming before you guys, you know, hot and sweaty some days, angry and frustrated, trying to figure out what in good God's name is going on. So what I'm trying to say is I'm a freelance individual. When it comes to QAnon and that whole movement, what happens is you has a, it's kind of like anonymous, right? Clearly it is anonymous, QAnon. It's anonymous. It's where anybody can put on the mantle, so to speak. Uh, the Guy Fox mask, where you're out there in protest saying that you're with Anonymous. It's that whole deal where everybody says, oh, well, we're going to share information here. We're going to share this here. Trust the plan. Bah, 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 bah. I didn't go along with it. If you go listen to the episode I did with David Nino Rodriguez, you will hear me break down not only my, not only my frustrations with the QAnon movement, but what it's done to uh, basically cuck, nerf, and terminate the actual ability for people to be authentically resisting this. You hear a lot of people on the left typically talking about resist, resist, resist. Uh, we'll get into this here shortly. Buying Trump, right? Uh, magic resistance, right? People getting involved not only in the spiritual level, but on the political level of stopping things, of resisting things, of retarding things. QAnon was supposed to, if anything, make people more active and more aware to this, but because you had people being nerfed and cucked saying, hey, trust the plan, don't worry. Martial law is a good thing. It's gonna help us de root out the traitors. When you have this level of blind obedience and foolishness coupled with ignorance, you're not gonna, you're, that, that, that's not gonna concoct courage. I'll tell you that. So what happened with, it, with, with QAnon is it got a lot of people involved. It gave them tidbits of information Yes, yes, a lot of things were true, but it didn't tell them that next component of what to do with the information. This is where you kind of see us now, uh, putting the information together, trying to figure out how to put packages together, getting people into the office, getting people into offices, you know, coming up with shit. I guess that's, that's, that's if you ask me, and I've been talking about this for the past couple of weeks, I feel like that's the plan because we cannot keep going on, posting about this type of stuff, talking about this stuff, 
aggregating this, this kind of information and acting like this is hunky-dory. Something has to be done. And so I feel like that's part of what's going on here. Uh, but yeah, QAnon website operator was arrested. I don't think it was him. Uh, but then again, how are you going to track down the individual source of QAnon? It's a very, very tricky thing, but it kind of leads me to my next point. I pointed out earlier today that I may not be here forever. And I say that because, you know, yesterday I took off some time just to, uh, just to hang out with my lady, man. You know, she bought a new car and we had like a great old day. We got some ice cream. We went out hiking. Like it was all sweet. I was all kind and stuff. And I was all frustrated because I wanted to come back here and look at the news and figure out what's going on. You know, and I'm frustrated because there's, 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 a, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now, but I need to be more focused on my family. And there's a point to what I'm saying with all this. And whenever I spent some time with my lady, man, like I realized what I had created with Freedom Faction, the responsibility that is here to do this, to put the news together, to do this week after week after week after week after week after week. But then there's also that responsibility to be in there with your lady, be in there with your family, because I did that this weekend as well, spent some time with my family. There's also that responsibility, being there with your family. So while I have a responsibility to come out here and come do this with you, I also have a responsibility not only to the people around me, but to the community as well. And so I think what I'm trying to say is I may not be here forever and people need to understand that, but the freedom faction model, the concept, the idea of what I've created, that will, that will, aha, uh -huh, that will far outlive me. And that's what I need to have faith in. FOMO, I think is what it's called, right? The fear of missing out, FOMO. I think everybody suffers from that because we're like addicted to information and time and stuff like that. This will far exceed my life. This concept I've created, Freedom Faction, this, this, this system and more. And that's what I've got to start thinking of. I, I do have a responsibility to you guys, but I also have a responsibility to myself, others, and what that's going to create down the line. Look at what we've just created here and how this has helped other people. I'm, 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 I'm jumping all over the place for the reason to paint you guys a picture. QAnon is the same thing. It will far outlive just whoever the heck just got arrested. And that's what people need to think about. Ideas are bulletproof. You see a lot of these people out here protesting, doing this type of stuff, wasting their lives. That's okay. That's for them. I feel like there's another way to do things. I feel like you can vote with your dollars, you can vote with your lifestyle, you can create a different way, create a system that informs people. Really, really hit people where it needs to where it needs to go, and don't uh, don't betray your morals type deal. What I'm trying to say is, when you look at all this stuff that's going on, people really have to understand where the base of their decisions are made, and what the purpose of it is. Uh, when I was on the show with David Nino Rodriguez, we were talking about how President Trump is unable to do a lot of these different things because he's constantly fighting. He's constantly, you know, dealing with Nancy Pelosi. He's dealing with uh, uh, people not delivering orders. He's dealing with this. He's dealing with that. He's dealing with this. The same thing can be said for individuals who want to live their life. The same thing can be said for people who don't want to be obstructed by all this political nonsense, right? They're unable to live their lives because they're, because they're confronted with such radical extremism. And this leads me to my next point. I had to make that quick detour to talk to you guys, not only about what's going on in my own personal life, but what I'm sure is happening in your own and why people really have to think about what it is that they're doing and where, and, and, and where their decisions go and what the, what, what the ramifications of such decisions are. 
you know, one of the things that QAnon talked a lot about is the Great Awakening, right? The Great Awakening. And now we've heard about the Great Reset, the Great Awakening, the Great Reset, you know, where they put together all these different posts and all these different things. You know, the, the, the archetypal meme of that uh, iceberg where it connects satanic ritual abuse to UFOs, to Zionist bankers, to Israel, to the peace treaty, to the Bible, the Great Awakening. Because all this stuff is being revealed, it can no longer be hidden. The problem though is, is now that it's out there in your face, you also risk deception. Just before coming onto the, the page with you guys, I had liked a post from, uh, <laughs> from the Free Thought Project that encapsulates what I'm trying to say perfectly. Um, and this is something that you guys see me always trying to address so that I don't get caught up in it. It says, just wait until the conspiracy theorists discover that they're a part of a conspiracy to use conspiracy theorists to spread misinformation via conspiracy theories. Is this the great awakening or is this the great deception? People have to really think about that. You can truly get caught up in all the information. You can get caught up learning too much. The permanent student is like a real thing. The professional student, that's a different thing, but the permanent student, the person that never grow, gets past that, that, uh, that state of always learning, but never doing things, that's a real thing. Sometimes I find myself there because we went over this just last week. The truth has no sides, but your actions have consequences. And while you can learn as much as you choose to, you eventually have to act. You have to live in your truth. You have to seek knowledge and wisdom. And that's what comes with your consequences. That's what I was trying to remember or what I was trying to allude to earlier. Is this the great awakening or is this the great deception? I think everybody understands that right now there are lines being drawn on like so many different like levels that it is almost a little overwhelming. I can see why people would tune out, but unfortunately you can't tune out. You really can't. So here, let me, uh, <laughs> let me, let me, let me get into some, some goodness with you guys. Um, I'm going to try to get into uh, Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals, The Witch of the Divine Trump, The Satanic Temple, and essentially the evolution of warfare and more. You know, why this is also important. I'm going to get into... Uh... Ooh, wow. I could, I could read Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals, the, the ones that he has right here. Uh, but for people who don't know, Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radical is a book that was basically dedicated to Lucifer. And that's what we're dealing with right now, like a pragmatic a pragmatic guide for people who want to do this whole resist, resist, resist. And we've talked about this on the show here a couple of times beforehand, you know, resisting until the point to where we're degenerating. And I thoroughly believe that that's where we're at now. But when you look at what these people are trying to create, it's nothing but like authoritarian and dictatorial control. Right here, here is a here is Saul Alinsky's quote, or his letter to Lucifer before he wrote the uh, Rules for Radical. Right here, note that Alinsky dedicated his Rules for Radical to his God, a Lucifer. Also note that quote, his thirteen rules are not coincident, are not coincidence. Thirteen is also an important number in the occult realm. And here's what he says: He says, lest we forget, at least 
an over-the-shoulder acknowledgement to the very first radical from all, from all our legends, mythology, and history, and who is to know where the mythology leaves off and history begins, or which is which. The first radical known to man who rebelled against the establishment and did so and did it so effectively that he, he at least won his own kingdom. Lucifer. Lucifer. It says in the first video that they've embedded in this, and I can attach it to it, a full seven hour, 17 minutes and 50 second audiobook of Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radical is, is a read. And while we certainly won't be sitting back and listening to the entire thing, we ask that you pay attention to the reader at the one minute and 30 second mark when he reads the book's dedication to the world's first radical, Lucifer. So what have we been talking about time and time again over here on the show? <laughs> Do you want me to play for you real quick the clip of uh, people shouting death to America? Going into the weekend, I saw uh, a protest video of people saying, F you're Jesus, like F your Jesus. And the sad part is, is this is not, this doesn't escape me. Whenever I look at things again, like Sean King saying, heck yeah, tear down the statues of white Jesus, I knew that was next. When you have cancel culture saying that, you know what, we need to get away with churches, we need to tear down statues, we need to turn out establishment, we need to start burning things. I don't even have that over here in the notes, you know, about all these arsonists that are being caught over here in like Oregon. Like these are people literally, it's like something out of, the, out, of, out of a movie, man. You have people losing their minds, setting shit on fire, like it's crazy. But this is again, the allowance of lawlessness and chaos. Uh, but here, let me let me get into what I'm really trying to talk about because I really, really want to touch on this article of the BLM co-founder who's an admitted trained Marxist now confessing that she practices witchcraft. This encompasses everything I'm really trying to get across to you guys in this episode. I really don't want to talk about like COVID-19, the pandemic and all this other nonsense. I kind of get, I think you guys get like about all that. I'm really trying to talk about the, 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 the spiritual aspect of what's going on. You guys know me. I'm not sitting over here trying to fling racial any, any any of this nonsense. But the fact that it's gotten to a spiritual level, that's what I'm trying to address. We talk about, again, the, 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 the nihilism, the apathy, the depression, the anxiety, all these different things concocting together to create that suicide spirit. And then them saying, yeah, no, we practice that. That's dangerous to me. You know, just last week, and I'll go ahead and give this number out to you guys, just last week on the podcast, uh, in honor of Suicide Awareness Day, we gave out the number for the National Suicide Prevention Hotline, because we understand, we've covered this, how there's, 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 there's all kinds of people out there dying. And so I think what I'm really trying to say is like, when I, when I, when I look at all this darkness, I, I understand that there are dark forces harnessing this, this, this energy for nefarious purposes. These are not people praying for the dead. These are people actually calling for the death of others and getting charged whenever, getting fired up whenever it actually succeeds. I mean, we've talked about this time and time again, the, the lawlessness, the darkness, the Satanism, like the open Satanism, the mutation Satanism is undergone. And again, the embracing of this death culture, you know, like there's, there's, there's so much stuff that I literally got triggered when I saw this and we're just gonna go ahead and get into it. Uh, we put this up September 15th. It's by Baxter Dimitri over there, News Punch. The article headline says that BLM co-founder who admitted she's a trained Marxist now confesses to practicing witchcraft. It says Black Lives Matter co-founder Patrice Cullors has admitted that the movement is not just about quote, racial and social justice, but quote, at its core, it's a spiritual movement that involves invoking spirits with mantras and gifts until quote, those spirits actually become present with you. And I've said this beforehand too, man, like just a couple weeks ago, 
I just said Black Lives Matter, unfortunately, is becoming like a mantra for destruction. Like I've seen videos, man, where chicks are going inside a store just like stealing all kinds of shit, talking about, oh, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. And I'm like, yo, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing stealing stuff? I've seen videos of dudes just like running up on people's tables, just like, yo, Black Lives Matter. And, and, and I feel you, but I feel like this is getting kind of not out of control. It already is out of control. Uh, but that's not what we're trying to get into. We're not trying to get into the political aspect. We're trying to look at, again, the spirit that is invoking these people. Uh, I talked about it just, shucks, just, just last week with you guys. Um, yesterday marks the year anniversary that I've been over there at that protest, right, the freedom flag wave, where I was told that I was a fascist, where I saw cultists out there at the protests with signs saying, hey, hex your local fascist. And so when I talk to you about like the, 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 the modern historical escalation of occultists becoming politicized, that should not tear, tear that, that should not scare you. What should scare you is the fact that it's becoming more mainstream, that it's becoming more and more uh, widely accepted. You get me? We've talked about this here, unfortunately, on the show time and time again, but the fact that this is becoming more and more mainstream is what I have a problem with. Let's get back into this. It says, spirits are invoked by repeating mantras, including the, quote, say his name, refrain, quote, pouring libation for the spirits and presenting them with gifts, like honey or tobacco, things like that, until they manifest themselves and, quote, work through her, admits the BLM co-founder. BLM is just not an attack on freedom, property, statues of great Americans, history, and Western civilization. We now know that it is a dark spiritual movement and an attack on Christianity and God. In a recorded conversation with Colors, BLM Los Angeles founder and California State University professor of African Studies, Melina Abdullah, apparently shared more than she thought she would have. Quote, maybe I'm sharing too much, but we've become very intimate with the spirits that we call on regularly. Right, she explained. Quote, like each of them seems to have a different presence and a personality, you know. I lab a lot with Wakisha, you know, and I didn't mean to meet her in her body, right? I met her through this work. Colors echoes the sentiments of Adula, quote, it's a very important practice. Um, hashtags are for us way more than a hashtag. It is um, literally also almost resurrecting a spirit so that they can work through us to get the work that we need to get done, said Colors, one of the three founders of BLM. Quote, I started to feel personally connected and responsible and accountable to them both from a deeply political place, but also from a deeply political place, a deeply spiritual place. Colors continued. So I can pull up the rest of them. What, what we're beginning to talk about again, because this is not anything new when we've had listeners, listeners of the podcast understand this is nothing new. We've covered the witches that bind Trump, uh, where for the first couple of years of his presidency, I think it was like every third month, every third week of the month, they would practice like a, a witchcraft calling, like they would burn offerings. They would do all kinds of different stuff like that. Um, and here we are. So this isn't like a racial thing. I know people want to think, oh, look at these black people practicing witchcraft. That's not it. You've got to understand that they're coming at this from both angles. You've got people over here practicing witchcraft. You've got people practicing occultism. I remember covering this right whenever the pandemic first started happening. Uh, Satanists did a march in Washington, 
uh, protesting basically abortion rights. And throughout the pandemic, you've had Satanists say that they're in favor of actually of a, that they're actually in favor of abortion, that they need it because it, uh, it doesn't violate their, their religious rights and actually confirms it. I mean, the fact that I'm like casually sitting here coming up with fact after fact after fact after fact of just like strange satanic activity, it's kind of, it's kind of terrifying because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not reading factoids. I'm not reading a whole bunch of stuff. I'm just prattling off stuff that I've covered up or that the stuff that I've covered over the years. <laughs> I'm trying to find that quick clip that we had of uh, that the Satanic Temple put out where they basically advocated for abortion saying that it's a part of their religious right. You know, basically saying, give me those babies. I need them for my religion. I don't think I have it right here. Otherwise I would have prepared it and had it quickly deployed for you guys, but I think you guys get the point. What we're basically talking about is a gradual degradation of society. We've talked about spiritual wickedness. We've, we've talked about degradation. We've talked about all these things that's for so long that the fact that they, that they're willing to admit this shows that we were right the whole time along. Like I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not a strangeling. I'm not like a weird person for putting this together and looking at this. Like if I'm looking at some of these comments that I'm going to go through and I'm going to have to purge, people don't understand that this is like an, an escalation. Like just last week, I started the exclusive members off having somebody pray for us. And that felt so foreign that it shouldn't have, that it shows like, this is how, this is how messed up stuff is. Like, <laughs> this is how messed up stuff is. And I really don't think that people quite comprehend it. I'm going to try to get, get in the rest of this article so we can get this on record because I will be for sure covering this on the podcast episode. This is a, this is, this is important stuff. I know people don't think of it as such, but when you really look at again, the powers behind this, the power, the powers behind the people, that's what's important because I'm not upset with Bill Gates. I'm with, I'm upset with the people behind him. And for people that don't understand the powers behind him, you have to understand that dude, the Nazis still work with people like Bill Gates, IBM to help the Nazis, Bayer helped the Nazis. And now they're teaming up with Monsanto to produce God knows what. So no, it's not that I hate Bill Gates. It's I hate who he represents and who he's, who he's behind. I don't hate these people for practicing this stuff. I hate what this stuff represents and what they're coming after. You see, or it's not flesh and blood that we wrestle up against, but the powers of the powers, uh, the powers of rulers in high places. But here, let me get back into this article. People have to understand these things. It says, continuing on, quote, always, you know, in my tradition, you offer things that your loved one who passed away would want, you know, whether it's like honey or tobacco, things like that. The trained Marxist and BLM co-founder continued, quote, and that's so important, not just for us to be in a direct relationship to our people who have passed, but also for them to know that we've remembered them. I believe so many of them are working through us. Colors also admits that the very first thing BLM leaders do when they hear quote of a murder is they pray to the spirits and pour libation. Again, she emphasized that this is not just about racial or social justice at its core. It's a spiritual movement. She continued, quote, you can't pretend like that work isn't just like that work is just organizing work. That's, you know, that's some serious stuff. The whole quote, say his name mantra also has deep spiritual significance. According to colors, quote, when we say the names, 
right? So we speak their names, we say her names, say their names. We do that all the time. You kind of invoke that spirit and then those spirits actually become present with you. So shout out to Kenyatta Malloy for uh, joining our Patreon. She just pledged a dollar, thank you kindly. Uh, continuing on, it says, quote, when, when we say the names, right? So we speak their names, we say her name, say their names, and we do that all the time. You know, you kind of invoke that spirit and then those spirits actually become present within you, she explained, revealing something that virtually none of us, quote, useful idiots attending BLM rallies understand. Quote, spirituality is at the center of Black Lives Matter and I think that it's not just for us. I feel like so many leaders and so many organizers are deeply engaged in a pretty important spiritual practice. Colors added, quote, I don't think I could do the do this work without that. I don't think I could have do it as long as I've done it and it has and as consistently. I feel it's like or it feels like if I didn't do it, it would be anti anti ethical to this work. So how many times have I come before you guys and talked to you guys about just, you know, how I know I need God, that I got some pretty dark tendencies, that I do get a little crazy and a little violent and a little angry at times and that if I didn't take the time to learn that spiritual discipline to learn that deeper relationship with God to get deeper within myself and deeper within my faith I'd probably be out there doing a whole bunch of crazy stuff as well just last week we've talked to you guys about that mob mentality I've talked to you about being at protests and seeing that mob mentality come over I talked to you just last week about how after seven eight nine maybe ten you need to leave these protests because that's when the drunkards, the junkies, and the alcoholics come out and your political movement means nothing. I've taught you guys about this because I deeply understand the spiritual warfare that we are undergoing. And so when you have somebody saying, no, we practice witchcraft openly. We're about that life. Yeah, no, when people die, we try to, like Hillary Clinton says, make sure that good crisis never goes to waste. That's why if you see anybody suicide themselves, they have to riot. Somebody gets caught. Killing, killing, stealing, or doing something unrighteously. They get killed. They got to take it. That's why all of these things that have gone on, they have been, those have essentially been the new forms of rituals trying to evoke this power. And we've talked about it, dude. We've talked about it in weird ways, shapes, and form. The fact is, is she's coming out saying, no, this is exactly what we're doing. We're not sacrificing people in a weird and inverted way. We're taking their image and making it represent what we want. We're, we're soul collectors. We're soul collectors. We're waiting for people to die, creating the, the, the conditions to do so, and then taking those souls, those image, those images, and saying, you know what? This would look good on my shelf. It's very dangerous. I mean, shucks. I wonder what would happen if they killed me, like how they would say, oh, this nigga was all over the place. He didn't know what he was thinking. We had to kill him, and now Freedom Faction represents us. It's like, you look at all this stuff, dude. It, it, it doesn't make sense because it's not... It's not practical thinking. This is a very, very deep thing. You know, and being a black man, bro, I won't lie to you. Uh, it makes it very difficult to talk about because because of all the different um, talking points that they're projecting. And yes, there are very real issues with systemic racism. Um, I won't lie there. I think everybody understands that there is racism, no doubt. But when we come at it from this spiritual angle and the fact that they're trying to use these chaotic events as opportunistic moments for political change. Yes, that's good. Or is that this is sacrificing what in one way, shape or form. 
This isn't this isn't actual this isn't actual systemic reform. This is dangerous. This is profiteering off of the death of others and creating the conditions to happen for it to happen time and time again. And so I'm gonna go over this more this week on the podcast episode because I feel like it's 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 something that's important, but at the same time it's not hitting home the way that I would like. So what I'm going to do instead is I'm going to go through and read you guys just a couple of articles that we've put up over the couple of years that exemplify what I'm trying to talk about. And I'll put these hashtags in the article beforehand or in the in, in the episode article so people can look at it if they choose to do so. Uh, this has been reposted by Real Eyes, Real Eyes, but it says, Hail Satan, new documentary challenges, new documentary seeks to challenge popular perceptions of the Satanic Temple. This is put up by Mysterious Universe, March 4th, 2019. Uh, January 31st, 2018, this comes from Michael Sebastian over there at Return of the Kings. It says Satanism and witchcraft are staging a real comeback. Um, July 10th, 2018, it's from Icky End Times Headlines by Ricky Saparo. And ancient witchcraft trend growing sharply in, in, in popularity. And this is not just BLM doing this type of stuff. Right here, October 21st, 2019, from Zero Hedge by Tyler Durden. Actual witches hunt Trump with pre-Halloween binding spell. That's right. It says witches across the United States are preparing to cast a coordinated, quote, binding spell on President Trump October 25th. This article came out. You guys can see it. October, October 21st, 2019. You can see my broken uh, screen cover right there. You can see old girl doing some chants practicing witchcraft uh you know earlier this year we talked about the satanic temple offering higher how offering scholarships to colleges if people wanted to join college they could uh through the satanic skimp through the satanic temple they could reach out and they could have scholarships provided to them it's very very crazy right here what well, witches outnumber presbyterians in the u.s as wicca and paganism growing astronomically October 10th, 2018, by End Times Headlines. So when I'm, this is just me, just giving you guys quick headlines, bro. Just giving you a, a few quick headlines of what we've been able to cover in the past couple of years. So the, so the co-founder saying that she practices witchcraft, this is nothing new. This is just a whole nother discipline added on top of the already existing army of people practicing this type of work. The sad part is, is most people can't comprehend this. Uh, and, and they also can't think of how deeply this stretches. Whenever I put together my series, the, the Occult World series, where we looked at just that, the rise of the Satanic Temple, the mutation of spirituality, the destruction of religion, and so much more, is to really explain like where we're at today. So for them to feel emboldened to do so, to come out and say, hey, guess what? We're practicing witchcraft. Hey, guess what? We're sacrificing people. Hey, guess what? We're gonna use every single death as a way to invoke these people. That's sketchy to me. That's sketchy to me. You know, I can't tell, again, and I guess because like I said just the other, just, just a couple minutes ago, a year ago yesterday, I went, we had our own protest, a, a, a flag waving event where we were just trying to stand there with our flags. You see me with my New Mexico flag right here. We were standing there with flags trying to wave them. And we had, what, maybe 150, 200 people show up in opposition to us. 
And one of the things I constantly talk about in remembrance of that protest was how I saw a sign saying, Hex a fascist. I wasn't worried so much about the 150-200 people looking at me. I was seeing confirmation that indeed you had occultists becoming politically active, shouting obscenities, hexing people, cursing people. That's the point I was trying to get across. Yes, I've seen people, you know, I, I've, I've been to protests, I've been to riots, I've been to all that different type of stuff, crackdowns and all kinds of crazy stuff. That's whatever. But whenever, again, you have militant witches, occultists, priests, poleros, and all of this going out there doing this type of working, that's dangerous to me. It really is. I think, uh, again, and I talked about this just last week, more so this over the weekend with a couple of individuals, when we were talking about the sophistication of Antifa, people don't understand that these guys are not, uh, they're not just your baristas anymore. Starbucks have been shut down or they've been burned out by Antifa's and these people throwing these firebombs. Antifa's very sophisticated. What they'll do, and this is just a quick structure of how their protests are sometimes, they're layering. They'll send out priests that believe in the Antifa ideology or the ones that have been compromised. They'll send out priests first because you know you don't want to shoot a priest. They'll send out priests then they'll send out the ladies because, well, you don't want to hit a priest or a lady. And then they'll put out the people that have the shields. You see them all the time. Uh, and then the people behind the shields, those are the people throwing like the uh, the Molotovs or the firebombs or they're pointing lasers or those are the people with like the distractions. Um, behind those people throwing the distractions, those are usually where they have like either the medics or the other scouts or the organizers. And it's very, very sophisticated. And when they have wave after wave of people coming out, uh, kind of pushing forward, taking ground, you've really got to look at who taught them these tactics and what these types of things are for. I went over this a little bit more in detail with uh, David Nino Rodriguez with that episode, just again, looking at a quick militaristic glance of their tactics and how these are being deployed on the civilians. This is crazy. So when I say that, when I tell you guys that they already have priests who have either been either A, uh, compromised or B, converted to the Antifa ideology, it's a very real thing. Uh, I mean, shucks, do we really have time to go into satanic ritual abuse? Do we do we, do we have time to go into the work of, uh, of, of Ted Gunderson, retired FBI head of the Los Angeles division where he talked about satanic ritual abuse? We've had people on this show, uh, Dr. John A. King, where he has broken down child sex abuse, internet grooming, satanic ritual abuse, and more, and all of this. Do we really have time to go into depth about how deep into the satanic shithole we are? And so I, I don't mean to make this whole episode about a single post, but I think that this is to kind of, I don't think this, this is, this is to put it, this is to underline everything that I've really been trying to encapsulate with the occult world series, with the paranormal perspective, with the magic resistance, with the witches that bind Trump and now uh, BLM practicing witchcraft. We didn't have time to go into depth about them being trained Marxists right, erasing culture and stuff like this, but now we have them actually admitting that they are practicing this. That they're saying, you know what, every, every hashtag is gonna be a soul for us to invoke. Every death is gonna be politicized. Every, every, everything is gonna be, is gonna be co-opted. I have right here, uh, later on, Whatever, if if we got into COVID-19 and the pandemic, I was going to get into the the inversion of logic uh, and the assault on normalcy 
But everything I'm explaining to you guys right now is, 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 is practically that. It's part of the satanic ideology. It's the inversion of things. What, again, when you have the satanic temple saying that abortion is a part of their religious, their, their, a part of their religious freedom, saying, yes, give us your babies. We, we need your babies as part of our religious. We need, your, we, we need the materials that makes your baby, not the soul of your baby. We need the materials that make your baby as part of our religious freedom. That's some demonic stuff. And the fact that we have to grant this knowing that it's anti-human and destructive, that's again, an assault on our logic. That's an assault on, 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 on normalcy. That's an inversion of logic. This is a huge thing that I had an issue with like a couple years ago uh, when looking at things such as religious freedom, First Amendment speech and more when it came to the Satanic Temple because everything they were saying is, 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 a, is, a, is a very carefully nuanced way to, 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 to get people to abandon, uh, shots of, I don't know how to say it. Like they're very tricky, dude. Like I don't, I really don't know how to say it. Like here. Uh, these are more documents. I'm trying to. I'm trying to find for you guys real quick. A. Uh, I don't think I have it right here. Or maybe I might. This is me just pulling out documents. Give me one second. I'm looking for the. Michigan State Police Department, November 1988, Satanic Awareness Guide. That's what I'm looking for. There you go. This is me pulling out some of my, uh, my quick facts for you guys. I'll show this to the camera. It says occult criminal investigation reference material. Uh, the Michigan State, the Michigan State Police, the Child Abuse Unit, the Criminal Investigation Division of East Lansing in Michigan. I won't put the number or the area code, uh, but this comes, this reference material comes from November 1988. You guys can see it right there. Okay. So when I talk about a lot of this stuff, realize that it's coming from not only my personal view, what I'm able to like aggregate as far as information, but also picking up information such as this looking into the works of Dr. Ted Gunderson, uh, listening to the works of uh, uh, Russ Dizdar, I mentioned him, the rise of the Satanic super soldier just last week. It comes from looking at this information, not getting caught in my feelings and playing the race trap. You get me? It's, it, it's really giving you guys this information. Um, and in this, I'm just gonna read you guys real quick a couple of things on the table of comments. Some of the things that they've had to look out for because you got to think in the 80s, 1988, what are you going to do when you see bodies with pentagrams cut inside of you? Right here, I have like a Pentecost where I'm showing glory to God. I'm giving it upwards. What the Satanists do is they take this very symbol that I have written here on my chest. They flip it upside down. They take that energy from God and they put it inside themselves. It's taking the things and inverting them. But you got to think. Look at this in like the 1988, dude. You're, you're seeing people with, 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 with strange satanic carvings put on their bodies. You're seeing, you're seeing children brutally mutilated. Like, you've got to think about this. They have no reference. They have no understanding of this. This is 1988. For us, it's 2020. We have like a historical reference to it. But this is 1988. These people looking into the ancient lore of, satan of satanic ritual abuse and trying to replicate it today.
Uh, so here's just a little bit of the table of contents, some of the stuff that they have in this document. They have Sabbaths and celebrations, uh, the non-satanic statements, crime scene investigations, signs of pagan and satanic practices amongst teenagers, uh, signs and symbols, signs and symbols associated with satanic worship and heavy metal music, occult rituals, occult activities, masses and rituals, uh, symptoms characterizing satanic ritual abuse not usually seen in sexual abuse cases, symptoms characterizing satanic, satanic ritual abuse and sexual abuse, uh, characteristics of schools in which satanic ritual abuse occurs. This is a very interesting concept. Um, if you guys go look into the work of Dr. Ted Gunderson, former head of the FBI, he's now dead of, of, of California. A lot of the work that he did, he goes in there and he shows you like the tunnels underneath schools where they were kidnapping kids. You can go look into the Hampstead children. There's two kids out there in the UK that were talking about everybody in their entire town being a part of the satanic sect. So I'm going off on a jab talking about the history of Satanism. We're supposed to be talking about the, 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 the founder, the co-founder of BLM admitting that she's practicing witchcraft. Well, where do you think she feels emboldened to do so? Why do you think that this stuff is going around worldwide whenever what I'm talking about I thought was hidden? That's because they've externalized the method. You get me? They've externalized it. This is no longer hidden. See, that's part of the inversion, right? Everything I'm talking about was hidden because it's, it's not normal, it's not right. But because this is the new normal, this is COVID-1984, where we've inverted logic, where we've assaulted normalcy. Hell yeah, you're gonna have people who were part of the most uh, influential racial and social justice movement admitting that, yeah, they practice witchcraft. And don't worry, it's gonna get a lot darker. You're gonna have a lot of people coming out saying they advocate for pedophilia, that they advocate for, for abortion, that they advocate for population control, population reduction, and more, sterilization, hell yeah. You're gonna have them push that because this is not normal. I'm over here trying to casually talk to you about, oh, about this, 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 this movement that's assaulting everybody's peace, everybody's bliss, everybody's sense of normal, and they're saying, yes, we do, and we're gonna do more. You betcha, you betcha, we're just getting started. You, you, you've gotta understand the depths of this. I'm just giving you guys a, a, a quick, brief history uh, in the modern Satanism. This reference guy comes from the 80, from the 80s, coming into the 90s. This is the world we've grown up in, okay? And whenever I had on Greg Fitzgerald, and we talked about modern Marxism, communism, uh, and more, he made a powerful statement saying that we are living in the previous generation's degeneration. We are living, and I made this correlation a lot earlier beforehand too, we are living not with Antifa's, we are living with Antifa's, we are living with the hippie movement's grandkids. Like these are like Antifa, BLM, and all these other people, like this is a, the second generation, like a, a couple generations after this. And when you look at, again, the roots of the, his of the hippie movement from Timothy Leary, Terrence McKenna, the manufacturing of LSD and all these other drugs and things like that, and how they created the counter movement, right? You've got to think of, of, of the origins of this stuff. When I'm talking to you guys about the satanic panic of the 80s and how it's going to begin to resurface itself today, it's because they're saying that they're resurrecting these things, that they're that not, not necessarily that they're channeling spirits. I'm sure you have people who are already doing this, but they're invoking spirits of more recently dead people. 
Where do you think they're learning these tactics? If not from books, from higher up people who are saying, do this type of working, this is how you do it. Isn't that one of the main reasons why we come after Hillary Clinton and more? Because these people practice witchcraft, that they practice child sex abuse, satanic ritual abuse and more. We should not be steeped in this to where we have such a casual knowledge of it that people begin to deny it. And I thoroughly think that that's, if you ask me, I think that that's where a lot of people are, that they really can't believe this stuff is really this dark. I think that because some people almost have like a Hollywood or cartoon-esque approach towards a lot of these things, they're not really aware of how real they are. Again, it's not BLM. It's not the Antifards out there in the street causing the chaos. It's the spirit behind them that we need to come at. Not every, not in, not every Antifa and not every BLM person and indivisible and refused fascism person knows what's going on. The same way every uh, Freemason, Mormon, uh, anybody that's in any kind of secret society has no idea what's going on on the first level. They're just joining it because they like how it sounds. They like aligning with these things. But the deeper you get into these things, the darker it gets. That's why they say follow the money. Who's paying these people to, to, to do this type of work? Who's paying these people to say, go after Christianity, go after people, take, up, take over streets, burn down churches, burn down people's house, come at them. Who's paying people to, to, to embrace this? Terrify them with, 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 uh, with, 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 with witchcraft. Uh, tear, down, like, tear down their gods. Like you, Again, you've just got to think about how this all works and why this is not happening by accident. Wow, um, you know, I, 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 I wanna say this before I kinda switch gears a little bit. Not really, I'm not really even gonna switch gears, I'm just gonna say this. You know, I talked about this over the weekend with some people. What's happening right now, because, because they, they, they shut down schools for a bit, deployed all the people out from the schools, out there onto the streets, and now they're getting a whole new generation of kids to go along with the agenda. What's happening is we're dealing with just one multi-generational assault right now. Our, our kids and even the generations underneath us are going to have to deal with, with, with COVID-19, the social credit score se uh, system, so civilization codes, the technocracy, and more. We're dealing with the fallout of something else. This is a multi-generational assault. And when we're looking at the spiritual component of this, what the, oper the spiritual operating system of this is, you've got to understand it so you understand how far they're willing to come at you. They're wanting to tear down the nuclear family. I don't, I don't chat it so much on this that the, 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 the timers pop down. I haven't, even, I haven't even gone into dreams and visions. We have about 30 seconds left. I'm going to say we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be joined by you guys, your guests, questions, and more. Uh, maybe going over BLM, maybe going over witchcraft, maybe going over spirituality, maybe going over your dreams and visions. I'm not sure. But I hope you guys join us on the other side talking about these things and more. People have to understand this isn't a game. It's only going to escalate, and it's already intensifying. Uh, but we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be joined by you guys and more on the other side. This is Freedom Faction over here on Factions of Freedom, and we'll be right back right after this. understand what's going on around you. You are in a state of war and you have precious little time to save yourself.
a slow process which we call active measures. The first stage being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. The next stage is destabilization. What matters is essentials. Economy, foreign relations, defense systems. The next stage is crisis with a violent change of power, structure and economy, period of normalization. This is what will happen in the United States if you allow all these schmucks to put a big brother government in Washington, D.C., who will promise lots of things, never mind whether the promises are fulfilled or not. bomb is ticking with every second the disaster is coming closer and closer the danger is real forces in this world that remind us of how fragile we are. We thought we were safe. We thought it could never happen to us. Then life like a fog descends upon us, blanketing our memories. Through the haze, we travel its hidden paths, lost in its secret places. And when the storm, turbulent and immovable, forces us to shelter, we remember. It calls to us, calls us back. Back to the ports and the harbors of our past. We fight the currents that pull and drag us off course, not a light or star to chart the way. And when we arrive, we don't always know it at first, the places we once loved guised by time. Then we see it, the place we've been trying to get back to, Safe at last, we've found our way home.
Salutations, people. Here's a few quick headlines to tie in what we were talking about in the previous segment. August 28th, 2017. Witchcraft is on the rise. July 28th, 2017. Putin admits that the West is controlled by satanic pedophiles. April 25th, 2019. The Satanic Temple is now officially recognized as a church with tax exempt status from the IRS. Oh, don't worry, there's more. August 23rd, 2019. The Satanic Temple rally will demand abortions of babies for any reason up to birth. No, don't worry. July 7th, 2019. Actor Christian Bale wins Golden Globes Best actor for his portrayal of Dick Cheney in Vice. He gives his thanks to Satan in his acceptance speech. January 10th, 2019. The Church of Satan is experiencing a huge swell in membership as Satanism goes mainstream in America. October 12th. 2018, which is plan to hex Brett Kavanaugh in New York City occult ritual. June 21st, 2019, Madonna says that Jesus would agree with killing babies and abortion. Christ. <clears throat> God help us. God help us. September 16th, 2019, Ulrich Kopfer, the abortionist who found 2,200 aborted baby tissues inside of his house. Lawmakers demand investigation after police find remains of 2,200 aborted babies in abortionists' home. Salutations, and thank you for tuning in to this edition of Factions of Freedom. Before taking the break, we were basically getting into the assault on normalcy, the inversion of logic, the satanic insurgency that we're seeing right now. I was talking to you guys about the t-shirt I'm wearing right now, courtesy of Jeep. That's right. <clears throat> Jeep makes my t-shirt. <laughs> courtesy of Jeep. I was going into depth about how the Satanists, they like to take symbols such as what I'm wearing right now, the Pentecost, and they like to turn it into a pentagram, inverting it, and then doing their workings inside of it. Before going to the break, we were getting into uh, the witches that bind Trump, the Satanic Panic of the 80s, the Satanic Ritual, uh, the Satanic Temple, Magic Resistance, and just Saul Lorinsky's Rules for Radical and how he, donated, how he dedicated that to uh, Lucifer and so much more. What we're getting into is the brief and almost disturbing modern history of Satanism. You know, I kind of, I kind of caught myself 
in between breaks thinking God like I really I really do talk a lot about Satanism um, and I kind of feel bad for talking about it but it's not really me talking about it it's me saying hey you see the guy you see these guys over here like doing rituals like every other day uh, should we pay attention to them or no we should just just keep going okay well COVID-19 no okay well, they're growing, I'm just saying. Like, they're experiencing a huge swelling in membership. Uh, when they say that there is no God, that your God is dead, that they say all these evil things, yeah, we should, we should, we should really monitor this. Uh, we shouldn't let people continually escalate their sacrilegious statements against people of faith. Sorry, I just don't think we should let people who generally disdain everything that we stand for progressively get more and more radical uh, and and then not expect for them to do dangerous stuff. Yeah, I feel bad for talking about Satanism, but at the same time, I really don't think people understand like the 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 escalation, right? It's like somebody that does uh, either somebody that does drugs or somebody that commits a crime or somebody that does like something that they know they shouldn't. They're going to keep doing it because they like how it makes them feel. Uh, I remember getting into this with, uh, with, with, uh, with Zach Freeman of UC Fitness Apparel. It was like first whenever I started to become aware that this is a real thing, that the, the spiritual battle, that it's a real thing. This is like whenever I first started getting aware of it a couple of years ago, I remember having him on the show and we were talking about dreams, visions, and precognition even then. And I remember talking with him saying, why are people freaking out? Why does it seem like people are coming at me even though they have no idea who I am? I'll be out there in the middle of the street and then it's like something possesses somebody and then they come at me or they either begin to like try to try to confront me or try to, you know, discuss things like what what is happening right now to where people are becoming more confrontational. And I remember one of the gems I got from that episode was Zach's was was me and Zach coming to this conclusion that people don't understand that they house energies to certain entities. When I get up over here and I talk to you about taking your vitamins, taking your supplements, drinking some water, getting some zinc in your system to like fix your immune system, getting magnesium in your body to help your joints and things. When I try to talk to you about natural, naturally occurring things, getting your vitamins, like I said before, figuring out nutraceuticals, staying away from pharmaceuticals, cleaning your body, cleaning your mind. When I'm talking about you like trying to purify your, 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 your system so that you can house something positive and encouraging, that's a whole thing. People that eat crappy food, drink a bunch of liquor, destroy their bodies, and have hate-filled minds and, 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 and destructive and evil and negative hearts, they house something else. And so naturally, they're going to be inclined to come after you. I kind of had that weird kind of psycho-spiritual awareness on that episode, but that was a couple of years ago. Fast forward to where we're at now. We openly have people calling not only for Satanism to become like a mainstream religion, but on top of that, we have them saying that we want your babies. It's a part of our religious freedom. But And this is what I've talked about with you guys time and time again. We have gotten so woke that it is now time. It, we, we're, we are so woke. It's cool to hate God. That is terrifying to me. That's what I'm talking about, where we are so open-minded that our minds have fell out, have, have fell out of our minds. This is insane. This is lunacy. This is degeneration. I'm trying to talk to you about regeneration, admitting you have problems and going through that transformative process so that you can become better. 
a lot of what we're steeped in today denounces that entirely. Again, you know, I don't want to try to sound like I'm forcing my religion down your guys' throat, but I'm at the same time trying to explain to you guys how I know I need God. I'm going through that process. I'm seeking after the truth. I want to be better, but I'm not putting that, that on anybody else. A lot of what we're dealing with today is people denying that they have a spiritual component, right? Denying that that spiritual component was created by an all-powerful an all-powerful force, right? That they have to be beholden for their actions. There's so many, there are so many things that come with like realizing that there is a God, realizing that you do have a choice and a fate and a destiny and that you have to step forward and choose it. And that if you deny it, you will be cursed and you will be afflicted by things. I know a lot of people don't want to comprehend that or think about that, but they're also at the same time being very selfish and naive when they think about the, the complexities of the universe, man. So, I don't know how we got here. I think I just, I, I think I get frustrated because it's like, I'm not trying to convince people anymore. I'm trying to explain people, explain to people how we are all on a weird trajectory. I'm not going to be here for my, I'm not going to be here, I don't know, for much longer or for however long. But the time that I am here, I want to make sure people understand there is a fight going on not only for your mind, but for your soul. And if you take the time to look at it, you can see that, you can see how many different ways you're being affected. And I talked about this going into the end of going, closing out last week's podcast episode that I've had such a fantastic life that I'm so blessed that all I can do is try to share it. And yes, it terrifies me talking about this type of stuff week after week after week, seeing it escalate. And yeah, I know that to a degree, my trajectory is at, I'm going to die eventually, but that's okay. And that doesn't allow for me to give up. If anything, what that allows for me to do is appreciate and be grateful for the blessings that I've been given. Nut up, pick up my britches and get back to work because there's even greater things for me down that line. I just have to choose that and stay in that. I'll explain to you guys this process time and time again, but the Satanists, the Luciferians, they'll deny that there is a God. They'll deny that there is a God and they'll deny that they're, they'll deny their own reality. It is, it is just, I guess it's just crazy uh, being aware of such an ideology um, and not trying to directly position yourself in opposition to it, but just being aware that your values and your morals and the things that you stand for don't align with it. So yeah, we're going to be joined by you guys in this segment. Uh, I will try not to take up too much of your time. Hopefully we can get a couple of people on here to talk about these types of things. We were talking about BLM witchcraft, Satanism, <laughs> occultists, and all kinds of other things on the previous segment. I just want to say this, and then we'll try to get our first guest on. You know, I'm, I'm uh, still dealing with some of the fallout from that reporter that did a, that local reporter that did a story on us. And I thought that was pretty funny because, you know, she said that, you know, we can't talk crap about like occultists, witches, and, and trannies. And I said, well, shucks, well, why not? And they said, well, because witches, occultists, and trannies are now a protected class. If you talk smack about them, what you're saying is hate speech. It's like, so what you're saying really is that there is a resurgence of witches, occultists, and trannies so much so that they need to be protected. So you're saying that I am right, that they, that they are organizing and that they are carrying these types of things out. I just can't say that directly I have to figure out a way to to expose these people's 
actions another way. So very, very interesting um, because we've been talking about it for a couple weeks now. And just to see the founder of BLM come out saying that they practice witchcraft on top of all this is just mind blowing. But uh, let's go ahead and try to get our first guest on. And then we'll, uh, we will continue. Cub Cities. Oh, hello. Hello, Cub. Hey, hey man, how you doing? Uh-oh. Hey, let me take my compliance mask off. Hey, uh, so I wanted to, to speak to you about, uh, you were talking about the Satanic Temple. Uh, I sent you those documents over, but uh, if, you, if you look deeply into that, you'll find that the, uh, the creator of the Satanic Temple was also connected with uh, one of the creators of the Bohemian Grove, also as well as uh, the, Satan, or the Church of Satan. They're all connected in a way, if you, deep, if you dive deep down into it. And, uh... Yes. And Sean LeVay actually got caught, exposed working with the CIA as well, but please continue. A uh, quick little thing. The person who founded the, uh, I believe it's the Church of Satan, his daughter is George Bush's uh, wife. I, I have it in my notes if you, uh, if you, look, if you look through them. Um, uh, and also, right. uh, Barbara Bush, uh, I think it's George Herbert Walker w. Sr., oh. The, the the father of George Wash or the father of George W. Bush, his senior, his father, or his mother, married or had a child with Alistair Crowley, and then produced uh, George Herbert Walker Bush. Yes, yes. Um, and also, I posted on your app. Uh, there was a uh, what was it? A article I read about how uh, Tyler, I believe it was Tylenol, but uh, pain for. Prescription, not prescription, but painkillers over the counter or off the shelf. Um, they actually lead. Oh. Oh. You're good. Oh, hello. You're good. You're good. Oh, okay. They, they lead to a riskier behavior. Yes. Yes. It's also been shown uh, to cause heart arrhythmia. People that take like Tylenol and Advil, it causes problems with their heart. I don't know why. Um, another strange things I've heard about, and this is just me going on a rant. Some people say that whenever children are given vaccines and then they're given Tylenol right after, there's something in that cross reaction happens to where that adverse effect takes place. But uh, please continue. Uh, they, uh, did a, there was a study that they found with people who did the average uh, adult dose uh, recommended as 1,000 milligrams. They found, they did a study where if they sat people in front of a computer and had them uh, push a, click a button to blow up a balloon to collect virtual money. And if you pop the balloon, you lose all your money. So what the people did who would take the, the thousand milligrams were more likely to gamble and lose all their money than saving it with people who don't, who didn't take the drug. It's so, it erodes that inhibited feeling to where you're able to control yourself. Yeah, but let's think about it in this perspective. If you're a rider and you got hit, what would be the first thing you would do to to numb the pain? Take a Tylenol or take a prescription painkiller, which leads to more mental uh, instability? Mm hmm. You would. You would. So, uh, I got it. 
Cub. I, I got to let you go, bro. You're, uh, you're yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is there something you want to do? Yeah. You're all good, bro. Oh, no, no, Did no, you no. want to leave the audience I'm, with something? Uh, be smart. Don't play stupid games because you'll win stupid prizes. That's all I would oh, like man. to say, man. Brother, be safe out there. I'll talk to you soon. You too, brother. Have a good one. There he goes. Uh, yeah, as, as Cup mentioned, we do have our web app, freedomsfaction.disciplemedia.com. I'll put that link in the description bar below. What I should do is I'll make like a separate group community uh, for Instagram Live because I've noticed that for some strange reason, we have a very, uh, I don't want to say this, we're not compartmentalized, but there are a lot of different facets to what we do. We have 5,000 followers over here on the podcast page. We have 16,000 followers over there on Liberation Legion. We have 300,000 over here on Freedom Faction. We only have 50 members on our web app. Uh, we average about 2,000 listens per week, like on the podcast. Our, our audience is very diverse. And so what I think I might do is create like a, uh, a section on the web app. So instead of asking questions here, you guys can put content there. You can put memes there. You can put questions there. You can put direct information that you want me to cover on these shows there. So, yeah. Uh, I want to say thank you to Cub for joining us. He changed his name from last week. It was uh, unpronounceable at the time. Uh, but, yeah, thank you, Cub, for dropping that. Most people don't know. And you can, go do, you can go do, like, a quick search engine on this. And he mentioned it, uh, that the, 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 the Anton, not, not Anton LaVey, that George Herbert Walker Bush Sr. is the product of Aleister Crowley and Barbara Bush, and Barbara Bush. Like the Bush family comes from Aleister Crowley. Real talk, real talk. Like we're, we're, we're talking about, again, modern history of occultists infiltrating politics and then bringing that type of occult working into the world. Uh, and he mentioned beforehand Bohemian Grove and for people who are unfamiliar with that is, Alex Jones snuck into the redwoods of California to film essentially what they called the cremation of care ritual at the time where they had a 50, a 30 or 50 foot stone owl effigy, like, an, like a, like a carved owl. And then in top, uh, in, inside of that owl, they had like a, uh, <clears throat> they had like an effigy, like a small offering. We just went over that in the previous, the previous segment, right? Isn't that what the BLM founder, uh, Patrice said, she said that you have to offer, you have to offer something to your ancient spirits, right? Well, in the cremation of care ritual, they had a mock effigy, a small baby, essentially, that they were trying to uh, have a mock ritual for. That's called the cremation of care, abortion, where you offer up your child to the demonic spirits, and then you praise these spirits for good fortune, you ask them for good fortune, you ask them for whatever it is. Um, and when Cub Mass comes on talking about Bohemian Grove, when he talks about Aleister Crowley, Barbara Bush, George Herbert Walker Bush, Anton LaVey, the Satanic Temple, for people who actually know these things and take the, take the time to look into them, it's very real. Very real. And very strange, too, that we're just casually going on about these types of things. Hart Spirus, you're saying talk, to, talk about naturopathy, uh, my friend. The best thing I can tell you is either you can come on and talk about naturopathy and we can switch topics real quick, or you're more than welcome to find other episodes where we've talked about, again, vitamin D, vitamin C, 
zinc, selenium, magnesium, iodine, uh, silver, right? Um, uh, uh, goji berries, <laughs> goji berries, strawberries, uh, protein, meat, uh, uh, pulling protein from, from fish, pulling protein from, from nuts and stuff. We've covered that heart spruce. I would definitely recommend you to check out previous content where we've done so or join us today and bring that type of content on. Um, I think that we are talking more about the spiritual and the metaphysical, the psycho-spiritual configuration of humanity in this one. Let's go ahead and get our next guest on. If not, I have a couple things I want to cover real quick. Stacy, Stacy Proven Provenzano. Stacy, join us and say some things, please. Provenzano. Nope. Uh, this does typically happen sometimes. People do request to join, and then they put me like on a shelf or they attach me to like a Bluetooth speaker or I'm on the TV or something like that. And uh, they tap to join when there's buttons there and they don't join. Uh, but uh, Stacy, if you are not with us, I will have to go ahead and move down the line of topics. If not, that's okay. It's perfectly fine. I think we're gonna have to cut that. Maybe next time, Stacy. So, what I briefly want to talk about um, as we switch up from what Cut talked about, the Satanic Temple, which is occultists, all this other stuff, mantras, spells, things like this. You know, prior to the pandemic, what, what I'm trying to pivot into is talking about drugs and stuff and how that like enables the breaking down of the will, because that's again, what the guest just talked about uh, how certain people can take Tylenol and Advil and it can increase risk of behavior. You can have heart arrhythmia, all kinds of different things like that. Prior to the pandemic, we found that 80% plus of our pharmaceuticals were coming from China. And then when you look at, and I covered this last year, over 50% of Americans are on one or two prescribed pieces of medicine. So when you're looking at the mental health epidemic, right, the fact that we're addicted to drugs, uh, the spiritual degeneration that we just gradually talk about, what I'm breaking down to you is the lack of willpower. The lack of willpower, the lack of spiritual understanding, and the allowance for such decadence. Prior to the pandemic, we heard that 80% of our product, actually during the pandemic, we heard that 80% of our pharmaceuticals came from China. 50 prior to the pandemic, we found out that 50% of the Americans were addicted to one or two prescription drugs. And now that nobody's got drugs coming in, now that nobody's doing any work to get themselves healthier, you still have like an obese, unhealthy, Amer un an obese, unhealthy, drug addicted American populace that is unable, that, 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 that denies God. You get what I'm saying? Like, we will say we believe more in Starbucks than we do in God. People say they will believe more in, 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 in Xi Jinping than in the Bible. I mean, that's actually what's going on in China right now, that they're rewriting the actual Bible with, 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 like, with a communistic-approved theme, that they're rewriting the Ten Commandments and replacing them with President Xi Jinping quotes. Like, 
think about this. The previous, previous guest has talked about how drugs increase risky behavior. I remember whenever I had Riza Islam on, we were able to talk about menu, GMO weed and how that helps emasculate people, particularly men. How it, how, how, how it makes people effeminate. When I'm trying to run through the gamut of things like atrazine, uh, bending your chem bending your gender, uh, marijuana making you effeminate, sometimes to a degree even sterilizing and nerfing people like in the brain. Um, when we're talking again about morality pills and trying to break down the will of the people, I'm really trying to show you how there is a unilateral assault on people. We talk about we we, we give it a cool name here the evolution of, the evolution of warfare, where we look at things besides just bang bang shoot them up you're dead, where we look at again psychological warfare, spiritual warfare, biological warfare, financial warfare, uh, legal warfare, multi-generational warfare, and more. You're being assaulted to such a degree that people really don't even understand like what tools they have. So when we try to say, let's pray, when we try to say, let's meditate, when we try to say, let's look at the spiritual gifts that we are given to help strengthen ourselves against this assault, they shouldn't be laughed at. Like, that was the main thing that I really tried to get across whenever I did the episode with Nino. When you have people saying, trust the plan, whose plan is this? You're nerfing yourself. People understand inherently that something's wrong, but when you trust somebody else's plan, you take away your own preparedness methods. You don't take the time to figure out what's in your reserves, what's at your side, what you're doing. You say, okay, well, somebody else is going to take care of all these Satanists, right? No, 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 no. Nobody else is. You can't trust that type of plan. You've got to do the work. So when I come here before you guys and talk time after time after time after time again of the Satanists evolving or the Satanists trans transforming or the Luciferians getting some gain, this is me trying to explain to you that no one's opposing them. If anything, we have more people joining them. I didn't have time to get into this. I didn't have time to get into this, but uh, just last week, I went over the the, the, about people having dreams and visions and how we had submitted people having stories and other strange dreams. Right here, in Times Headline, September 8th. More dreams of social collapse, war, frenzy, bugging out, surveillance, and persecution. I went into that. And the reason I'm talking about this type of stuff is because people have to understand there's a completely different sense to them that's being overwritten by all this dark stuff. That when I talk about hexafascists, that's a real thing. When I talk about people calling for destruction, getting literally getting high off of just like murders, like there's, there's, there's footage out there of people outside of abortion clinics saying that they kill their kids and that they praise Satan. Like this is, this is, this is dark stuff. And so when I'm talking about people giving up on society, not trying to uphold these morals and these values and these things, I'm really trying to show you how people don't want to be decent. They don't want to be righteous. You get me? You have people calling for more and more of this chaos. Like the dreams and vision post that I put up, I think people kind of freaked out because it's not a fact oriented post. It's not like, it's not the World Economic Forum or the International Monetary Fund or, or any organization like this putting out information. It's people, everyday individuals, such as ourselves, 
having strange experiences and then trying to say, hey, are you seeing this as well? I think people don't understand that we're a conspiracy operation disguising itself as news and cleverly being able to do so, but ultimately understanding that we are here to look at all these strange things that are happening and ask ourselves, what should we really be doing? We really shouldn't be fighting the, 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 the vestigial stooges that are out there on the streets, the useful idiots. We shouldn't be doing that. What we should be doing is attacking their ideology, attacking their spiritual operating system. And when you have a society of people that have given up God, given up their own divinity, given up their humanity too, because this is a whole nother thing, where do you think society is gonna go? You get me? Where is society gonna go whenever we give up God, whenever we give up religion, when we give up spirituality, whenever we give up decency, whenever we give up social contract, whenever we have no respect for our forefathers, whenever we respect no one, when we destroy everything, where do you think this concoction is gonna take us? Nowhere good, I'll tell you that. And drugs play a huge part of it. That's what I was trying to get into. People not having the will to resist. We talked about this a couple weeks ago, temptation, spiritual oppression, heaviness, and all this other stuff. People not having the will to resist, wanting to resist, not seeing that there is an effective narrative to defect to or to go to. You're seeing people actually encourage more and more of this degeneration, more and more of this degradation. They don't want to fight back. They've been effectively disenfranchised from their power, told that there is nothing else for them to do. I guess they just have to fight back. That's not the case. Like it, 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 it generally frustrates me kind of seeing uh, the spiritual oppression that people are under and uh, why people feel like they're not allowed to fight back. Um, but here, <clears throat> let me check and see if we have a guest real quick, and then I'll get into this next topic. Nope, not so much. Not so much. Okay. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about... Uh, how Black Lives Matter is becoming like a mantra for uh, for destruction. And for people that try to hit me with the racist comment, well, you got to think about no borders, no walls, no USA at all. America sucks and never, America was never great. All this different type of stuff that we've heard for a couple of years now, where do you think this type of escalation is going to lead? You already have them calling for the abolition of the United States as a whole. Where do you think this type of progressive mindset's going to lead where we do away with identity as a whole like i had this thought process earlier in the year and you guys may remember me talking about it what cancel culture represents it's like marxism where they just get rid of everything they do away with the whole old world order but what i fear for and this is the theme that i'm trying to get across in this episode is what is spiritually going to replace it what is spiritually going to replace all these operating systems that we're talking about. We're talking gradually about the, 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 the destruction of Christianity and Western civilization. And we're talking about it being replaced with a, with a form of neo-paganism. I didn't have time to go into it in the previous segment, uh, but whenever the BLM founder was talking about people being converted into hashtags and those hashtags being resurrected and invoked as spirits, that's techno-sorcery. 
and longtime listeners understand that we've talked about techno sorcery time and time again. That's techno sorcery. That's literally using technology to harvest human energy for your purposes, otherworldly, netherworld energy for whatever purposes. So, I, like, that's why I had to come out swinging, breaking down why that is so monumental, because that's everything I'm trying to encapsulate when I'm, when, when I'm trying to just track these people with the hashtag occult world tag that we've come up with. It's got over 700 posts now. People are hopping on and spreading a bunch of nonsense. You can see our posts, but over 700 posts tailing these people for the past like four years. That's me explaining to you how they're, how they're intensifying. But the thing is now, it is no longer like a, a, a political or a psychological ideology. This is now like a spiritual movement that they're transforming it into. You get me? And whenever they have, again, say their name, no borders, no walls, no USA at all, you can get people to disassociate and get more into the trance. Like there's a, there's, there's, there's a photo floating around, a meme floating around that basically describes what I'm trying to talk about. It's got somebody putting a mask on and they're, and they're holding a sign, but the caption basically breaks down how easy it is for somebody to disassociate using spells, mantras and things like this, repetitively chanting things, getting inside of like a, a, getting inside of a trance to where they begin to disassociate. And when you have this mask on right now, uh, the West 213 is saying it right there in the, in the comments, uh, black matter, I can't breathe. They're, they're getting into a, a, a certain mindset. You see, they're saying, I am no longer myself. I am a part of the collective. We can't breathe. I am not myself. I think the West, I think what the West is trying to say is that black matter, not black lives matter, but just the black matter of people just coming together, of being able to whip something together, clay, dough, uh, something being built, nothing that is of its own, just taking people from here, taking people from there and, 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 and putting them together. Like here. This just came to me as I'm as I'm breaking this stuff down to you, right? We, a lot of people wanted me to talk about Hillary Clinton supposed to testify. She was supposed to testify September 9th. She had an appeal. She wanted. She doesn't have to testify. What's on her for what's in her emails? But a lot of people are freaking out in general about Hillary Clinton because she got exposed for spirit cooking for working with Marina Abramovich, the a famous occultist who's taken after Alistair Crowley's uh, style of magic. Where he's spirit, where she's spirit cooking, but break that down. What is the etymology of spirit cooking? What are they trying to tell you with how that word is? It, what it is? It's the archetypal thing of a witch's brew, of taking children, putting them inside of like a cauldron, and cooking them. We've we've talked about this, unfortunately. Why is Jeffrey Epstein in the news? I play a few clips of of little girls in his chamber filling pots, doing strange things. Like it, it, it. There's there's too much evidence out there. What I'm trying to talk to you guys about is year after year, we find more and more evidence of these people doing, a dark, doing dark and occultic things. This year, it's witchcraft. A couple years ago, it was spirit cooking. Before that, it was satanic ritual abuse. This is that escalation. This is what I mean by the externalization of the hierarchy, that they can put this stuff out there into the public. Then, then people have a choice. You're either for or against it. But see, that's what's going to happen. That's when, and that's what I was trying to talk to you about in the previous segment. They feel emboldened to do this because they know they have that many people working with them. 
for the again for the past two years and i'd say throughout trump's entire presidency you've had witches routinely getting together to practice this type of this type of witchcraft this isn't this isn't this isn't something new so when we're talking about all the things that are going on you've got to understand how they're how how much interference they're running like just a couple just a couple weeks ago i talked to you guys about our spiritual senses being overwritten by physical instincts maybe i should rewrite that maybe our spiritual senses are under attack maybe we're actually under a spiritual assault because while we're over here looking at the left hand we can't comprehend what the right hand's doing. Well, this is my right hand. I smacked with my left. But you, you, you get what I'm saying. People can't see that there's a, a, a multifaceted attack on people. You see? It's very, very, oh, God. This is, it's, 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 it's sophisticated is what it is one word to use for it. It's dark and diabolical for another. You know, I just kind of want to make this uh, this distinction since we're talking about this type of stuff right now. When you say white magic and dark magic, again, low IQ binary thinking people will think, oh, talk about white people magic. Oh, black people, no, 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 no. I'm talking about dark magic. I'm talking about black magic. You get me? I'm talking about dark, dark, dark occultic stuff. I'm talking about getting people to offer up their humanity in service, in service of the dark door. Like Father's Day this year, we covered it on the show. Nationwide, there was a march for Lucifer, for, for Lucifer. Luciferians got together on Father's Day and they did like a nationwide march declaring that they wanted to be open servants of, of Lucifer. I feel like everything I'm probably saying to you guys, it probably sounds batshit crazy. And I, I don't really care because this is all facts. You can go through the page, you can go through the podcast, and we've covered this. What I'm doing right now is I'm just vomiting and regurgitating all the information we've been able to uh, collect on these people, on their escalation, and to show you that this is not a game. The sophistication of what they're doing is, 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 is it's beyond me. And the fact that people are like, oh, no, man, you need, to let, you, need, you need to let these baristas go. Wow, you're a racist for coming at black people like this. No, 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 no. Black people are just, the, are just the modern one that you're seeing right now. That's how they're kind of able to skip this whole escalation phase because of the racial, the racial connotation to it. That's why I'm trying to tell you that Antifa's already done it. There's, there's been other crazy white folk, if that's how you want to look at it, practicing like witchcraft. It's a real thing. They just got black folk over here practicing witchcraft now saying it's cool too. But that's, again, a part of that mutation, and people are so blind to it that they can't see it. You'll, you, you'll accept witchcraft if somebody else does it, but you won't see it. If, it, it's, it's, it is just crazy. I know it is. And I know trying to explain it is crazy because you can't see it. There's not as much evidence of it, but you have to understand that's how it works. It, 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 it accumulates power from operating in the shadows. If we're able to shine a light on it, the, 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 the escalation, the mutation, the, the, the diversity of it, how it's infiltrated things, that's whenever it has to recluse and admit its power. It seems like a bad thing, but it's a good thing having these people come out and say that, no, they practice witchcraft. We're validated by being able to talk about this type of stuff. Uh, but here, let me go ahead and give you guys a, 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 another quick news blitz. 
another few articles uh, talking about the, 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 the growth of Satanism. Uh, right here, and this is uh, to give credit to what our previous guest was just talking about. Diary entries reveal Barbara Bush was related to Satanist Aleister Crowley. Right there, and you guys can see it on my janky phone. Article headline, April 19th, 2012. Right here, uh, this was a huge story a couple of years ago. I don't know if you guys remember it, uh, but Satanism. Two Florida middle school girls planned to murder their classmates and drink their blood. You guys remember that a couple of years ago? I can play the clip for you, like right now. Uh, those, those, those little girls said that they were doing this for Satan. They took, uh, they took scissors, they trapped a kid inside of the bathroom, they tried to stab him, and they wanted to collect their blood in a chalice and then drink it for Satan. Real, real talk. I can play the clip for you. I think I should just do that instead because I'm just sounding like a crazy person. Here you go. Getting a good look at the weapons. Authorities say two Bartow middle schoolers plan to use to kill their own classmates. A butcher knife, pizza cutter, and scissors. These are some of the weapons. Police say that 11 and 12-year-old girls brought to school. They wanted to kill at least 15 people and were waiting in the bathroom for the opportunity to find smaller kids that they could overpower to be their victims. Officers found the girls in a bathroom with a goblet on hand to reportedly drink their victims' blood. Officers say the girls called themselves devil worshippers, but the whole thing stopped after one girl's mom called in when a robocall said she skipped school. And we're getting a good look at the weapons authorities. Yeah, that's a real thing. It really happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it, it really did. It really did. I'm not saying this stuff to scare you. I'm saying this to put it out there. It is my job to catch this type of stuff. This is not normal. This was, this was before Black Lives Matter was like, yeah, we practiced this. No, for sure, we're doing it. Where did those kids learn that? 11 and 12 years old, girls, where did they learn borderline human sacrifice? It said they had 15 kids. 15 kids at 11 and 12? At 11 and 12, man, I was watching probably Power Rangers, Digimon, you know, playing with a Tamagotchi, uh, trading Pokemon cards. I wasn't over here trying to figure out how to offer up sacrifices to the Dark Lord. I wasn't figuring this stuff out. But that was two years ago, my dudes. Think about where we're at today. Think about where we are at today. Let me read it to you again, just another quick headline. We've been, like I, when I tell you that we've been doing what we're doing for several years, I say that like it ain't stuff, but this is me just quickly recalling articles. Right here, North Carolina State University launches Satanic Students Club to promote humanism, self-love, and the individual will. This is put up by Jeffrey Gratter over there at Now the End Begins. They put this up December 25th. Oh, on 2018. Great. Great. Nice. This is, this is crazy. And these are just some of the top posts there. You guys can go find this stuff yourself. Just type in hashtag occult world. You will find all the posts I'm talking about right now. Uh, right here. I'm just... Uh, no, not satanic neo-Nazis. That's not cool. That doesn't help me explain what I'm trying to say right here. Italian exorcist says that society risks collapse 
due to aggressive Satanism. That's December 23rd, 2019. So almost a year later from, 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 this, from the after-school Satan Club program, an Italian exorcist is like, yo, society's, society's teetering because of this aggressive Satanism. Fast forward where we're at now, you got BLM activists saying, guess what? We practice witchcraft. And guess who's causing all these fires? Arsonists. It's all right here. Walmart now selling a children's book of demons, November 21st, 2019. You guys remember that last year when they said, hey, here's how, here's how you can summon some demons, kids. Y'all remember that? The children's book for demons. And it goes on and on and on and on and on. The rapid rise of actual witchcraft in America is real and frightening. October 28th, 2019. I'm going to just stop reading off articles because, dude, do you get it? You get it yet? You remember this evil, this evil creature? You guys remember that evil creature? That thing that happened? That drag queen that uh, had a performance of practicing an abortion inside of a bar? You guys remember that? Remember when that happened last year? That's a real thing. And so what I'm breaking down to you guys, just the gradual escalation and our acquiescence to such degeneracy, that's what allowed for this to take place. So I'm still here trying to preach like normalcy, righteousness, dignity, saying this ain't right, that ain't right, you know that ain't right, that's disrespectful, that's demonic, that's evil, this needs to be, this, this needs to be investigated, what the fuck is going on? from after school Satan programs to people over here practicing like mock abortions to me just gradually explaining what the cremation of care ritual means. This is where we're at. When we say abortuaries, when these people, when, when you have these organizations harvesting the blood of innocence, we are a nation that is drunk off of the blood of innocence. This is some evil shit. There is nothing else for me to say. I'm not over here trying to sound like some Bible thumping self self-righteous jerk dude. I'm trying to talk to you about what is happening why this is happening why you have the founder of blm saying yeah no we uh we practice witchcraft and uh we invoke spirits and um uh, every time somebody dies and turns into a hashtag we're gonna resurrect them yep because uh i'm into that type of magic aren't you that's how far down the rat hole we are so <laughs> this is evil this is this is wickedness this is spiritual depression and I'm a target for sitting over here talking about this. I'm a target because I don't want what? So I don't want to go along with the agenda to say that we should kill, that we should kill babies in the womb, that we should destroy the bodies before the babies are even able to get there, that we should have like a healthy environment for the children to be raised in without all this violence and terrorism. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a white supremacist because I don't want the government telling me what to do. I don't believe the government can fix can fix anything. Like you really got to understand the assault that I'm explaining to you, the inversion of logic, the assault on normalcy, what I truly mean by the externalization of a hierarchy. This is a book written by one of the most prolific um, New Age occultists of the time, Alice Bailey. It's either Alice Bailey or Helena Lovasque. I always get the two confused, uh, but she came in right around the time of Alistair Crowley as well, talking about the method, the externalization of the hierarchy, how to get people to embrace this new age ideology, uh, but keeping the true secrets and the mysteries of this religion hidden. 
And so that's why, again, what I was trying to talk about in the previous segment, saying that people, whether they be Antifa, BLM, Freemasons, you know, uh, Scientologists, you know, whatever they may be, there are levels to this. And the first introductory levels don't understand what the later degrees understand. They don't understand what they're actually a part of, you see. Like that's, that's, that's again, what I mean by like the sophistication of everything that's going on. Like this is, this is, I think to me, what this is, is a, is a good way for me to kind of break down again, just the moral decay, the spiritual atrophy, uh, the, the, the emotional acquiescence and how we've reached this point. Again, I shouldn't casually be just talking about the escalation of Satanism. I shouldn't casually talk about the infiltration of it, how they've inverted religion, how they've destroyed it, how they perverted it, and all these things. Uh, you know, again, one of the archetypal things that Satanists want to do is they want to destroy the Bible without ever touching it. And this is why you see such a perversion of what's in the Bible and the destruction of those teachings and essentially like an attack against the very foundational civilization that embraced it. Um, this is crazy. It's crazy because it won't lead to anything good. I mean, they, 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 they literally say that they're directly coming after Christianity uh, and God. And so in the words of Saul Alinsky, they're giving tribute to the original rebel, Lucifer. And look at what kingdom they're creating here. Look at what created, look at what kingdom they're creating here. And look at what world we're embracing. You get what I'm saying? Like we're allowed to have every other religion other than Christianity. You're allowed to, you're, you are allowed to practice anything else other than the worship of God. I was trying to point this out when I had put up the post about uh, dreams of social collapse, war, frenzy, bugging out, surveillance and persecution. I was trying to point out when I put that up that we'll put up stuff about organ crystals. We'll put up stuff about pyramids. We'll put up stuff about the, your chakras, but heaven forbid we put up stuff about people having prophetic dreams. Do you see how we are more willing to embrace the mystic, the occultic, the new age, the paganistic, instead of what is natural? It is natural to say, hey, something took over my dreams last night and I had something that seemed prophetic. It is unnatural to sit up over here and pray to a gosh darn crystal. You get me? But people are saying, wow, why would you talk about dreams and visions? That's kind of strange. Uh, show me my Oregon pyramid. Wow, why would you listen to people talk about extrasensory per uh, perception? Why would you listen to people who have had prophetic dreams since we were born? Why would you listen to people who are able to effectively explain scene by scene their dreams? Why would you listen to those people? Don't listen to that. Listen to the people who are over here meditating with crystals. This is, again, another part of that great deception that I'm trying to break down, you guys, and I was mentioning in the previous segment. Is this the great awakening or is this the great deception? Don't embrace these naturally occurring gifts that you were given by God. Here, for a low price of $9.99, you can have access to extrasensory dreams. Do you understand what I'm trying to break down to you? 
This is another reason why I had a huge problem with the New Age movement, because they're talking about peace, love, light, unity, positivity, all that other bullcrap. The same trust the plan type mindset that degenerates actually going through that spiritual transformation. You get me? Where all you do is focus on the positive. You don't ever take the time to look at the negative, to understand why you have to choose the positive. It's the same, it's the same thing spiritually. Only focus on the positive. Only, 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 uh, only do plus. Only do progress. Only do productive stuff. Don't actually engage in three-dimensional real work that's going to have to secure those positive things. No, don't do that. That's too hard. Just pray to the crystal and go along with the problem. That's it. So what I'm breaking down to you is that when I'm what I'm really trying to break down to you guys is that we do have spiritual senses that are being overwritten by physical instincts, and at the same time also being challenged by occultists. This is a real thing. It's a very real thing. Uh, we have people in the comments talking about putting on the armor of God. That's a real thing as well. I remember pointing this out like a couple years ago, and this is before I started getting deeper into deeper into this work, more active in my community, deeper in my faith and more. You know, I talked about how People, it, like, things are so crazy these days that if you were to ask somebody who is the last person that prayed for you, they wouldn't say, like, their mom, their significant other, or their grandma. You know, they would say, like, that they had, like, a shaman or, like, this witch or this occultist or somebody like that. They gave them, like, a charm or a bracelet or, like, a, a, a hexed item or an enchanted something or rather, right? Like, the, 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 the prayer and the meditative aspect to being aware of your spiritual gifts, that's thrown out the window, that's almost like as archaic. And people have begun to embrace this deeper aspect of hybrid spirituality. This is again, another aspect of the spiritual warfare. Um, I remember covering this, 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 this hybrid spirituality kind of concept more so when I looked at the works of Russ Dizdar, the satanic ritual, the satanic ritual abuse, modern Satanism, and again, the mutation it's undergone you have people who are practicing, uh, who are practicing, let's just say that they're practicing some form of Santeria, like Santeria. And you also have them practicing like forms of, 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 of say like a, like a Greek, like a, like a, a Greek unorthodox Christian, right? Or you have like Christian witches, right? Like you have people mixing and matching ideologies, right? You have them, you have, uh, you have brujas, you have Christian brujas. Does that make sense? Like Christian witches, you get me? That, that's what I mean by like hybrid spirituality. People who aren't staying like in one particular discipline, they're saying, oh, well, this one isn't doing it enough for me. I have to match, I have to, I have to match, match with this one over here. This is more of my flavor. So rather than practicing and staying in one particular discipline where they can understand the depths of it, like you guys have seen with me and my Christianity, where I've talked about that whole cycle I've gone through, they're saying, oh, well, I, I, I kind of want to be Christian, but I also want to cast spells on people. You, 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 you see what I'm saying? And so this is the world that we're beginning to go into. This is a part of that spiritual warfare. This is a part of that great awakening or that great deception. This is a part of all of it. And it starts with stuff like this. 
with uh, with people engaging in political activities with spiritual motivators or with, with spiritual motives behind them. Precisely uh, like the plants are surviving says, you can't serve two masters. You just can't. You can't. But the problem is, 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 is you have people embracing that kind of ideology. So a couple of things for you guys as I begin to wrap this up. <laughs> I think uh, I think I kind of exploded on this single article of the co-founder of BLM admitting that she is practicing witchcraft, Patrice Colors. I think I like literally lost my shit. Pardon my French when I saw that because I'm like, how how much more obvious does it get, you know? Like, with all due respect, like, how much more obvious does it get? I'm up here before you guys, like, week after week after week talking about the suicide spirit, right? Trying to define these things, explain the spiritual oppression of why people are feeling this way, why stuff's going so crazy. And then us, like, I know for sure, bro, like, this this is why we do it, bro. Because we want that energy. Because we want to harvest people's spirits. Yeah, because we want to collect that negative energy. I think I, I, I saw that, lost my crap, and threw out everything I wanted to talk about this week with you guys and really just unload on how this is, this, this shouldn't surprise you, but at the same time, it should terrify you that they feel bold enough to do these types of things. You see, the timer just popped down. It's telling me I got about a minute, 30 seconds left. Perfect. Perfect. Um, what can I say? I want to say shout out to Cubmaster for joining us. Sorry that, you know, not a lot of people joined us. I think people wanted to hear more of the history of Satanism and more of explaining all this type of stuff and why it's so important. Um, I will be here again with you guys, with you, ladies and gentlemen, next week, Lord willing, coronavirus free with everything that's going on. Um, I hope that you guys can join us. I hope that you can stay safe out there. I hope that you guys see this stuff. And you take action. I hope that you hear me saying this stuff. You hear that it comes from a place of sincerity, research, informed, and you take it to heart. Take what I say with a, a, a grain of heart, but also a, a grain of salt, but take it to heart. Understand that I'm saying this kind of like out of, out of, not necessarily out of fear and panic, but like out of stress and worry that somebody would say this. And the fact that people don't understand this and aren't freaking out more, like that terrifies me. But I guess that's 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 kind of how it works. That it has to get brought to the surface so that it gets nerfed and has its power taken from us. Take taken take have its power taken from it. So we will be back here with you guys again, Lord willing, next week. Coronavirus free. If you guys have any questions, either join our web app and send it to us there. Join exclusive members, get access to us over there, uh, or save it for next week and we'll cover it then. But like I said, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant, expose lies, and share truth. This is Noise Era, Freedom Faction, out. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond.
Learn more at cbp.gov careers.